This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. John, hey, how, Robert, how are you? I'm great, John. I am excited to talk to you about Green Lantern Beware My Power, available on 4K, Blu-ray, and digital, July 26th, just in time for San Diego Comic-Con. I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about any of that. All right. So, uh, tell me about your cat. <laughs> I'm allergic to him. As That's a, you need to know. Perfect. So am I. So we can go rough up puppies. At, no, I'm kidding. No one's roughing up puppies. It's just a it's just a bad joke. Uh, congratulations on this. This was uh, a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you. I'm very happy with it, and I'm very excited about it, and I really mean that. I think they did a really good job bringing it to life. Yeah. You know, I asked Ernie about this earlier, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. Um, it was I had I had spoken with Bruce, by the way, on on National PTS Day or PTSD Day. So it was very interesting to watch a movie about PTSD on the day of we're supposed to acknowledge it. Uh, do you have yourself any military background or family or friends that were in the military to be able to tell this story of someone suffering shell shock that, uh, that it was able to flow this well? I do not. Um, but obviously it's an important uh, issue um, and it worked really well for the character. It gave him a very important arc uh, where he has lost himself, and it is a wonderful way to to dramatize that, to symbolize that. You know, his his just his loss of self, his loss of control. Um, it was a great way to visualize. Um. um so you know, it, it it just made sense give it to the character. Also, he's a soldier. He is a soldier. Uh, that really promisingly you know, dealing with the whole issue of death and killing and whether or not he ever wants to kill again. Having him start out as someone who does almost reflexively kill and then decides he doesn't want to kill anymore and, and traveling that arc. So it, was, um, it, was, it just made sense. Uh, well, the only spoiler I'm going to give is between the PTSD that that John is suffering, the glory of battle that Hawkgirl is all for, dying noble deaths and in battle, and there's valor and everything that goes behind it. And then we get to Adam Strange, who has suffered both ends of the glory and the PTSD, and still trying to rec- uh, reconcile his... Uh, his meta abilities with all of this on top of it. So I like that you guys showed the three stages and mindsets of, you know, oh my God, shell shock, you know, what am I going to do with myself? I've suffered through all of this and I have killed the other one talking about honor killing. And here's this third party that's sitting there and going, I understand both, but I'm suffering in my older age at this point, trying to justify both. Well, I'm glad you got all of that. Um, you know, I, I think whenever you do something like this, you try to layer in a kind of a deeper meaning that's going to resonate with people who are receptive to it. So, you know, for a certain crowd, you have all the battles. Another crowd, you have all the fan service. You have the superhero stuff. But then hopefully, and for me, this is the mark of a really great movie, 
you have the deeper um, context, subtext, uh, that you you hope carries a stronger message that, that resonates with the viewer long after they've left the theater, long after they've stopped watching it. What was interesting to me, because we finished the script two years ago, so I really looked at the film with fresh eyes, was how much it resonated with me after I had seen it the first time. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about the film two or three days later, which surprised me. It's not, it's not as if I didn't know how it, you know, how it ended. Um, but somehow, really, it just, it all came together really well and it really resonated. And I think that, um, I think we made a pretty powerful thing within the within the uh, you know the confines of making a DC animated superhero movie mm -hmm. I, we also just happen to make a really strong movie right you know I, I've always loved Superman there's something about that big blue boy scout where there's the aw shucks and humility in there but there's only so many times you can depower him or overpower him and I didn't think yeah. Superman really got that interesting into the 21st century until they made him a father and now there's something to die for, and there's something to come home to that was the real kryptonite of Superman. And with the yep. Green Lantern Corps, you know, Jessica Cruz has anxiety. Simon Baz has to deal with Islamophobia. Jon Stewart had to deal with racism and PTSD. Guy Gardner has his temper. Kyle Rayner is an artist that doesn't feel justified to be not only the Green Lantern or the White Lantern, and then Hal Jordan was the flyboy that his ego essentially got in the way and I think the Green Lantern Corps is what made them all more interesting in the DCU yeah well that's that's exactly right what I was just saying in the last interview you caught the tail end of it was that um, the Green Lanterns are very much the uh, the Joseph Campbell monomist hero uh, in that you know these are, really are people first and they have really, you know, they have problems. They have real people problems. And then these powers get bestowed upon them almost against their will. In the case of our movie, very much against John Stewart's will. And they have to learn how to be a hero. And I think that that connects more with the average person viewing it, viewing the movie as opposed to someone who's either born with powers or, you know, uh, becomes a superhero based upon, you know, King Benjamin, Batman, you know, revenging the death of his parents. Um, I think that it's the every main aspect that really makes the Green Lantern such a, uh, such a cool hero. And uh, um, it makes, it, it's what makes him resonate with uh, the viewer. I'm sorry, I got another call distracted for a moment, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I think that that's um, that's what makes him an interesting hero with every man aspect of it. You know, John, John, John Stewart's been prevalent in the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited series. Uh, Hal Jordan is the quintessential Green Lantern that everyone's loved for multiple generations. Uh, Kyle hasn't gotten his just due in the DC animated uh, universe. Uh, Simon hasn't shown up yet, and I will fight everybody to voice Simon because my mom's from Lebanon, and I really want to be the voice of that character. So I will always say that to anybody that'll listen. 
or ignore me, whichever it is. Um, but uh, with Kyle not being prevalent yet, would you like to see a Kyle story a la the way John has finally developed into more of a three-dimensional character than just, you know, Marine doing his duty, now someone that's three-dimensional the way you guys have made him? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see that, and I would certainly love to write it. Um, I think that these kinds of stories, this kind of character, really is exciting to write. I used to, um, back when I was producing and uh, head writing Spider-Man, I used to tell my writers, you know, we're doing the Peter Parker story, he just happens to be Spider-Man. I that these characters as regular people, are interesting and fascinating and bring a lot to the table. And, uh, getting to bring them on screen, I could almost be excited bringing them to life on screen without the superpowers, mm-hmm. just as people. Uh, I think that's what makes a good film. And, and you guys did a tremendous job with this one. Uh, I know on, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, again, 4K, Blu-ray, and digital, uh, Ju- July 26th is when the release date for this is. But what can we expect seeing this with an audience again at Comic-Con in San Diego? Like, what are you hoping for, for reaction-wise? My lips are sealed. <laughs> this is... Um, Gary, are you there? Gary's not there. I'm, at, uh, I'm I- actually not. Gary is here. <laughs> Gary. Yes, I'm here. Did you hear the question? The question was, what reaction were you hoping for? Not what spoilers are you going to give me? What reaction are you hoping for? Outstanding applause that never ends. (laughs) Well, Gary, am I I now allowed to talk about the screening? Yeah, we're allowed to say that there is a screening. We just can't say when it is or uh, uh, what time or what day. But we can say it's in Ballroom 20. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, because I got into trouble about this uh, earlier. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to. I wanted to clear it first before I open my mouth. You can, uh, if you're recording this, uh, Robert, you can cut all this out. Okay. Um, but the answer to your question is the kind of response I'm hoping for is that people are satisfied with the adventure that they are. Excited by the surprises. I hope we walk out to the thunderous applause. But just in case we don't, I'm going to sit very close to the exit when uh, we do our panel. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that, that people really regard this as one of the better DC animated movies. Uh, I, I personally think it's one of the stronger ones, and I hope that. Uh, that people get excited about in that. Uh, it, it lit a fire under my posterior to sit there and make me want to watch it again and again. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be like with the crowd, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the uh, what the other fans' reactions are going to be to this. Yeah, I, I'm very much excited about that. I think that there are there are going to be moments where I can already hear the applause. There are going to be moments where I think people are going to collectively gasp. Uh, I think the ending is going to uh, truly surprise people. 
And, um, you know, it's sick to be able to do something that shakes people up. When I, when I did Spider-Man years ago, I always told my writers, let's, let's do something surprising. Let's never fall into a pattern where people can say, oh, I know what's going to happen. I, you know, I, I, I know how that series goes. I know what the, what the MO is. Let's not have an MO. And so when it comes to this movie with regard to the DC animated universe, we, this movie doesn't have an MO. I think it's like any, any of the other movies. I think that it, it forges its own path. I think it tells its own kind of story, its own way. And I think people are going to be very excited about that. And then, of course, they're going to be the usual contingent, very small, hopefully, of people who are outraged. But both reactions will be okay as far as I'm concerned. I love it. John, thank you so much for your time. Green Lantern is available on Tuesday, July 26th. Uh, 4K Blu-ray Digital from Warner Home Entertainment. And it's going to be screening at Comic-Con in San Diego. Uh, So we're looking for a great time. Thank you so much, and congratulations on something that was just as powerful and exciting to watch as I hope everyone else feels the same way. Good. Well, thank you, Robert. Are you going to be able to edit that? Yeah, I'm going to clean some stuff out. He's edited me out a hundred times. I want to keep Gary in. He won't let me. Well, I, and I will cut out the joke about roughing up puppies because every time somebody looks at me weird, I, I had started saying that a long time ago. It's like, you look at me like I go to the pet store and rough up puppies, you know, so, <laughs> and so I'll cut that out. But yes, we can commiserate on our cat allergy together. Yeah. Oh, I'm right there with you guys. Yeah. You know? Oh. We're 100% of the 15% of the population that's allergic to cats in this conversation, apparently. It really messed with my dating uh, uh, life back in the day. Uh, uh, because yeah. it, it seemed like every interesting, dateable woman had a fluffy cat. Yes. So, I, I live in Orange County. They all have cats and kids, and I'm allergic to both. There you go. So, <laughs> you know, I want my own, not somebody else's. And uh, it might call me selfish, but you know, it's just easier in the long run. Well, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I will wish both. I will wish that you get what you want. There you go. Thank you, John.